When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Um, I can say this because she's not here, uh, but mother is sick today. Her, she had a sore throat. And so it was, it was rough listening to her talk. Um, so anyway, we're, we're, but we're plowing ahead and we could potentially be releasing the most impactful podcast of our entire series, two seasons of podcasts. And I got to admit, I don't think she's probably too disappointed that she's missing today. Um, but Brandon Taylor is here. Yes. And yes. he, he, she, we're going to be talking about NFTs today. And I know everybody's like, uh, don't shut off. Don't shut the podcast off. It's very interesting. Um, and everybody's talking, everybody's talking about NFTs, but I think 95% of the people that are talking about it, uh, don't know, not, not the experts, but the people like us, like me talking about it, have no clue what an NFT is, how they can make money on an NFT. We need to make it make sense today if we can. Right. Right. And I, I'll do my best. And I, I agree that I think this is going to be the most popular podcast. I told my mom and all of her bingo, bingo ladies. Yes. So I think we're at least going to have 10 people. Listening That's to doubles the daily, normal yeah, daily yeah. download. So we're good. Uh, for, okay. So first of all, tell everybody who you are quick. So uh, my name is Brandon Taylor. Um, I'm president of Herdat Innovations here at Herdat. So we're kind of uh, immersing ourselves in these emerging technologies and, um, uh, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. We're just trying to figure it out with the, the rest of the people and, and diving in and all this stuff's brand new. So um, I'm happy to kind of talk about it at a, a kindergarten level or if we want to go at the oh, man. astronaut level, let's do that I, too. I don't care. I think we need to start as kindergarten as we can. I, I'm assuming, maybe I'm assuming too much with some of the people that are listening, but I'm me, I, I know kind of about what an NFT sort of is, but I think yeah. I know the very basic, basic stuff. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just start. What does NFT stand for? Right. right. Um, the, and I'll, we'll blaze through the, the boring stuff. And we'll get into the fun stuff, but NFT stands for non-fungible token. And at the end of the day, all that means is like when you break down fungible or non-fungible. So think about fungible means, um, if we trade something, we, we keep the same value of it. So think about if I give you a $10 bill and you give me five, two fives back, we kept the same value in that transaction. Okay. Right. Mm hmm non-fungible would be more things more like art or your house. There's unique characteristics about that, that makes it unique. And it's, it's the value is not the same. If we trade houses, our value is going to be determined. My house is worth this. And you say your house is worth that. And we negotiate on what they're really worth. Right. So that's non-fungible. That's non-fungible. Okay. So think about things like that. Okay. It's going to be a unique thing. It's not a one-to-one, like a, a dollar or a piece of gold or whatever, you know? And token just means a item right? or whatever. Correct. In the crypto world, a Bitcoin would be a one-to-one. If we swap Bitcoin, it's always going to keep the same value back and forth when mm-hmm. we swap it. Um, in the digital world for non-fungible, you can think about um, a patent, um, things like that. Okay. Uh, or, you know, it could be, a as we're going to talk about, NFTs, right? Yeah. These unique characteristics. Or it could be you buy a URL or something, and the URL, you set a value at the URL. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's exactly. So they're okay. in, in this new world, the URLs um, 
can be NFTs. And so Unstoppable Domains, I'm not giving them a plug. We're going to get no sponsorship from them, but they yeah. create these URLs that are NFTs. That's crazy. Okay, so, and I know when I think of NFTs, first of all, that helps explain a lot, like the, the basics of, of the understanding of what an NFT kind of is. But I always think, you see these people that are like making millions on NFTs and they're saying, you don't miss the wave. Don't got to do this. But it's like, well, I don't even want to freaking, I don't understand any of the waves to not miss them. I don't, maybe I missed them already. Are they still coming? Like, what does this mean for the, the normal person that's just now learning about what an NFT is? Right, right. Um, the wave's still coming. Um, we're so new into all this okay. and people are figuring it out. And uh, I, I, I always relate it back to the internet back in the nineties, which I was probably date myself, but I was lucky enough to live through, but I didn't have any money at the time yeah. or do anything right, you know, right. or the knowledge I do now to, <laughs> to really make those plays. But we, I'm a little bit better off today and have a little bit more knowledge. So, um, the, the wave's not past us. It's still being determined, right? We're, it's kind of like this big, I feel like it's a big social experiment, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're creating this digital world out there. So if we take a, and we talked about this a little bit, if we take a step back to really try and understand where all this is going, if you're okay with that, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do that. And you hear all these things, you know, the metaverse and, and all these things get dropped, you know, what, what is all this? So if we take a, a step back of what this digital world means, in reality, we have been already playing in this digital world for the last 20 years, 25 years, however long the internet's been around, but it's slowly been developed, right? Mm-hmm. When we think about where people can wrap their mind around it is uh, Instagram. Guess what Instagram is? Um, your perfect image that you're curating on the internet. Right. Right? So yeah. you're, you want to post your perfect pictures and you want to post the perfect meals that you ate. And like when you actually did make it to the gym, you know, yes. the, the one time out of the month or whatever. You <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Like you're, you're posting this perfect image of yourself. Well, that's going to continue to develop into these, these worlds. So like when we talk about our image, that's what it is. We're, we can be whoever we want in this metaverse. So we don't play by the rules here in our physical world. The crypto is going to be our money in there, right? So we're going to, that's how we're going to spend our money. We actually own that money. The government can't take that money from us. They don't have control over that. Um, these NFTs. So here's where we land on NFTs. The NFTs are our stuff in this world. So there are artwork, there are Picassos, there are wristwatch, there are Rolexes, there are cars. So there, there are flex, you know, these are the, our stuff. These are things that we say, Hey, this is my identity. This is what I'm bringing with me into these okay. worlds. This is my value system. This is what I value. In so, these okay. Worlds. So in, in these worlds, is it, uh, flashing back 15 years or whatever, there was that game called, was it second life or something? Yeah. yeah. So is it, it so will the, are these worlds places where you actually go either a website app or a headset or whatever, and you walk into houses and you have your Picasso on the wall you have, yeah. so you can, and yeah. you, you can create your own, your body. It's not like POV. Like you can, right. okay. Right. That's exactly it. Okay. Um, and we, yeah, we've, we've played this experiment before, mm-hmm. right. But we, we had these more clunky systems where we had to be at our physical desk and we had to be on our, you know, computer screens to do it. Now we devices have developed more, right? We can take these things anywhere we're at. We can wear these VR headsets and we can completely immerse Which ourselves in these experiences, to think about that. right? Yeah. And so things have just evolved. We've played before mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah, we have. Um, and so when you think about those those assets that you're bringing into it that you now own, and which we'll talk about how we own these, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can take these into these different worlds. So it does, you don't care if Meta and Facebook wins and they have the best, you know, 
metaverse or Google wins and they have the best one or Facebook, or I guess we talked about Facebook or Amazon creates one or whoever we control our assets that we if can take in and out of these worlds. And these are going to be our NFT. So think about it as like, I'm sick of you Zuckerberg. You're running ads every two seconds in front of my face. I'm leaving. Well, I'm taking all my, my stuff with me. Okay. I'm taking, because it's verifiable on this blockchain. I'm taking all my assets, all my flex, my, my board ape yacht club, you know, NFT with me and I'm going to post it up in That's, Google. And so, and they can make, they design these worlds and pitch for people to come onto the world. I'm assuming because it probably oh, yeah. costs to become, you buy property, you buy whatever in these worlds. You can, or you can just participate. Right. And then depending on the experiences that you want, you could, you could pay for it. So it's like, it's like visiting San Diego. Like you right. can experience it. You don't have to buy property there, but you can go hang out in somebody's metaverse or whatever. Yeah. Go to their house, yeah. chill with them. Yeah. That's yeah. just crazy. And, and you can get, I mean, Snoop Dogg has a, has a world out there that you can go and experience a unique concert with Snoop Dogg. You That's know, if nice. you have, you know, an NFT of whatever, you know, Snoop so then Dogg you buy, you, he, if he, so in, in, they could Snoop Dogg creates an NFT or something sells the NFT and that could be access to some that that's exactly it. So okay. that's a, that's a, that's a utility of that NFT. So okay. we, there's a, there's kind of across the gamut of what these NFTs are used for. So right? is, is, um, and then I'm gonna go back real quick to yeah. talk about blockchain to yeah, what yeah. that means. But, yeah, yeah. um, is digital music considered an NFT basically? Um, it can be, so you can wrap up digital music in an NFT and if you purchase it, you can verify ownership of it. Okay. Right. And so, um, yeah, it definitely can. So when we're talking about an NFT, it can be pretty much any digital asset, um, that you sell or you consume or you, you purchase, um, on this blockchain, which we'll talk about, um, that you have verifiable, um, ownership of it. And that's the, 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 the biggest argument of NFT. And I just heard it last night talking to an art director, they, you know, like, why can't I just right click on this image and yeah. save as and and then now I own it. Guess what? I you know I I have this. That's what image. I was going to ask you. It's like I, we do that screenshot things all the time, or you right. right click and use it as your profile picture or whatever. Right. And so you have to think about this. If if I go into a museum and I have this awesome iPhone and I take a picture of a Mona Lisa, it doesn't mean that I own that Mona Lisa, right? Mm -hmm. That museum has her or certificate of authenticity that that's the original Mona Lisa. So you have to think about these NFTs in that same way that it's a digital asset that when you purchase it, there's a transactional history that gets put on a ledger, it's called, and that's what that blockchain comes in, and it gets stored on that forever. And this, this, this ledger, not to get too geeky on you, but like, it's like, think of it as a database of information that's distributed across the world. So everybody has a copy of it. And so you can't modify it. You, the only way is the impossible. The, yeah. It, the, to, to change it. So your ownership of that will be there forever. And if you go sell it to someone else, guess what's going to happen? Your name's still going to be as an, uh, one of the owners of that asset. Oh, okay. So it will ever forever be there. So sometimes the value, when we can get into value too, like sometimes the value, let's say Snoop Dogg or Eminem or whoever purchases, a celebrity purchases this NFT and then sells it. Well, guess what? Now there's a history of ownership saying, guess what? This was owned by Elvis Presley or whoever, or Snoop Dogg. It's like a house. Like this is where blah, blah, blah actor yes, grew up. He yes, owned this house. So it's yes. exact. it's almost exactly like the physical world, except it's just digital. And that's, that's it. I mean, that's, 
that's one of the values of it, right? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of different ways to determine value of these NFTs, whether it's, you know, a one-time unique thing that's done by an artist or, you know, this famous artist creates a collection, you know, and he has a, a big name for himself and has a big community. And then there's ongoing engagement with this NFT. So that could be the value of it. And can you sell multiple of, like you have, a, you, obviously you can sell multiple NFTs. Like you, if you create a piece of art, and you sell the, that, and you can sell it to as many people as you want. Then they all become owners, even though you're still the original creator. Correct. You okay. you can create it, and then when you sell it, it's theirs. It's like you giving them that piece of okay, art, right? Okay. But each one will have its unique characteristics of it, even if it's pretty similar. It's going to have its own unique token ID Got with it. it. Okay. Um, that will make it its own unique thing. It's like. I guess in the art world, it would be, let's say if you did a print and you only did a small run of these prints, it, there was only 10 of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like out of 10, and 10 it, out of 10. Somebody of got one and the next person got two, got next it. person okay. got three. So if it, for the most part, is the exact same, that's Good how friends. you, that it would still be different in that situation. Okay. So what, explain what blockchain is and how that ties into NFTs and, or, or just explain what, that is. what the hell is a blockchain? Yeah, we're, man, we're cr- Covering the gamut, metaverse and blockchain. I know we're only twelve minutes in. Man, we could we could go all day here. This is so. Are we are we going in the in the proper order for explaining it? Ah, we're just we're bouncing around. Okay, so you so you you take it. You you explain it because I'm asking questions because I'm all over the place. So you just explain it. It's good because I want because I I feel like I can understand more if I understand more from the beginning. It'll help me down the road a little bit. Yeah. So, block. There's a lot to blockchain, but block blockchain is a way to decentralize information instead of these big companies controlling all the information essentially. So like a big bank can control, you make a purchase, it goes through that big bank. They put it in their database of your transaction of it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they own that. They could theoretically modify that, do whatever they want, kind of manipulate that if they wanted to. Yeah. Right. Or they control, if if you want access to it, you don't always have access to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Blockchain is a way to decentralize some of these big companies. So there's a lot of big companies running most of the things we do in the world, even in the digital world, Facebook, Google, Amazon. Guess who runs it all? Like everything passes through their systems, right? Yeah. Well, blockchain is a way to decentralize finance, decentralize some of these companies where we now as users can um, participate in a lot of this in a way that – these databases will control, will, will um, document on a ledger of what happens and it's pushed out to everyone. So all these people have copies of it and you can't modify it. Um, so like one person can't say, oh, I'm going to change this transaction or I'm going to change who owns this because what's happened when they try and put it back in, everybody else say, nope, nope, that doesn't match up. So, uh, and it's going to kick it out. Yeah, I didn't know. I had no clue that's what a blockchain was. But at the end of the day, all it is is, we say blockchain. So it is these blocks that hold a bunch of transactions. So think about these blocks get added to the blockchain every interval. Let's say it's every 60 seconds. So transactions are happening every 60 seconds. Think about it with your credit card. Swipe, 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 put it in this block. And then 60 seconds, it closes that block and says, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna put this out there. And the validators are going to say everything looks good here. And a lot of times when you hear these miners and stuff, they're trying to solve this complex algorithm to try and be the one that adds it to the, the blockchain. And so if they, they solve the algorithm, they get to add it to the blockchain. It gets added and it gets put out there forever. Okay. 
And so I can query them and figure out like what happened. I can query the transaction. So um, do you own this NFT? Yep, Pat owns this NFT. Um, he has a board eight yacht club. He can take it into this world. Oh, he's 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 somebody because he has like these that's, cool NFTs, right? Yeah. And that's that's really all it is is trying to there's there's I'll dial it back even more. How do you get to add it on the blockchain? Is either this proof of work? Your computer is doing a bunch of work to figure out this algorithm to be the one that gets to add it. And if you solve it, you get to add it or proof of stake, which you're putting up a bunch of your funds or their native tokens. And you have so much invested in the project. You get to be a person to validate because you have a million bucks vested. You're not going to mess it up because you're going to lose okay. your own money. Wow. Sorry. I'm probably talking no, way too fast. On all no, this stuff. no, 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 you're not. It's, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's still, conf- it's still confusing just because it's, it's, but it's easier to understand a little bit when you relate it like almost one-to-one with the, our real physical world yeah. and it's just creating things and everything's trackable. Like it's, they, I, I mean, do they have a way of if somebody created an NFT, whatever, and it's online and I screenshot it and I just post it on my Facebook page or whatever. Is there a way of tracking that? Because I'm assuming they, if it's at ex- something expensive, they own it. They could probably say, Hey, no. You're not, you can't copy it. You're not, is it encouraged for people not to do what I just said to do for NFTs? Uh, I mean, stealing it, basically, it, right? It is, but you, you can't verify it back to you. You know, uh, you could, and it's probably just promoting their own NFT. Mm-hmm. So they probably wouldn't even be mad about it. You yeah. know, like, okay, go ahead and yeah. uh, promote my NFT out there. Or pretend because guess what? When we all go to validate who owns it, it's going to be me. Yeah. And more of you guys share it and do all these things. I'm going to be, it's going to become more valuable because everybody's talking about it. Right. So how does how does somebody create an NFT and get it out there and and how how does that how does it work? Yeah, and at the end, like we talk about, it's it's a digital asset. So let's just say um, it's a piece of art, right? And so what you would do it, it there, it's called a minting process. You would create that piece of art. Um, you would give it unique characteristics, um, how rare it is, what you know, what's all involved in it. You can give it a title. There's going to be a token ID that's associated with it and you mint it. There's a process to mint it out there. And as soon as it's minted, it's out there, it's out there forever. And then depending on who created it, um, the perceived value of it, right. Mm -hmm. Um, You can relate it back to potentially trading cards or whatever. If you had the Michael Jordan rookie card, you know, Thinking okay, like, man, example. this young guy is, he's something. He's going to be somebody. I'm going to buy these cards. That's you know? it. Okay. Um, and then you, you can hold on to him. So that's probably the easiest way to. Okay. No, that's a great back. analogy. Yeah. R- relate it back. Right. And so, and depending on the community, cause somebody could maybe a big social media influencer create something, Gary V and you know, like mm-hmm. these guys will create their own and just because of their audience and the power and their reach and the marketing they have behind it, these things are going to have value like right off the bat. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. it's it's harder. That's a, for good, the, that's a good anal. That's a good analogy. The baseball card thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you can you can gamble on somebody that you you know you believe in. You like their work. Hold on to some stuff. Buy it cheap. Who knows? Ten years down the road, it could be quadruple in value if it, they hit it. Like it, an artist. It. That's exactly I mean, a, it. Like, uh, right. If yeah. you if you see if we're thinking of a, of a pure art standpoint, if you see you know oh, this fourteen year old has some serious skills, and I believe he's going to be something. You mm-hmm. might buy an NFT and maybe overpay for it early on, but in 10 years, 20 years, you might be somebody yeah. incredible and you just hit the jackpot, right? 
That's that's yeah. and it could go to zero. I mean, right, but it, it could. It, go it to could. Zero. Yeah, just like the the rookie card that you think the guy you saw is rookie, whatever, hit three home runs the first game. You're like, I'm holding on to that one, and right. then he goes to the minors and never makes it. Right. You just never know. You 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 don't. And I we we talked about it a little earlier. You know, like everybody's like, oh my goodness, I don't want to miss out on this. You know, gravy train or yeah. everybody's making all this money, and I don't want to miss out on it. But it's some of this is is like the real world. You know, like. Everybody's not raking in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, er, you know, a lot of people. Most of the time, we just talk about our wins, right? So, like a lot of yeah. the times, they're gonna. If you went to the casino and, and won a thousand bucks, you're gonna tell all your buddies you won a thousand bucks. But if you went ten other times and lost ten thousand dollars, they don't hear about that time, no. unless they were with you. Yeah. And otherwise, you keep it to yourself. Right. Yeah. And so that's what we're experiencing. This FOMOs okay. of like most people are like you're hearing about these huge success yes. stories, right? But you're a lot of times you're not hearing about a lot of these rug pulls or just these you mm-hmm. know, people raking in cash or, you know, from somebody else. But I don't know, I guess there's new stuff coming out on Netflix that people are watching and be like, and it's kind of eye opening what people are doing behind the scenes too. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's the FOMO. It's you hear all this stuff, people that don't know what this stuff really is like me. And you see like, Oh my God, I got to figure something out because I'm missing my window and I'm going to, I want to be a millionaire and, right. and it's just not realistic. Not all the time. All and the there's time. stuff, if you've, if you've been through history, like you can see stuff repeat itself, right? We just talked about the internet back in the, the 90s. Well, domains were worth a lot of money. You know, pizza.com sold for $7 million or whatever. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine buying that for yeah, 20 right. bucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, like, when we talk about purchasing land in the metaverse, probably. Like, if you pick the right land that's, you know, going to be the most popular area, let's say the San Francisco or California area or whatever in the real world mm-hmm. to the digital world, maybe. Maybe you just paid $300 and now it's going to be yeah. worth $3 million, you know? Like, yeah, if you guessed it right, guess what? Or if you did your research and you really feel like they have the best dev team and money and marketing behind it, do it. Um, I don't know if you know who Addison Ray is. She's a like a social media person, TikToker. <laughs> Her dad, oh gosh, probably three or four months ago, um, Hollywood Rod talked about it, that um, her dad bought a million-dollar mansion in the metaverse someplace mm-hmm. and then burned it down the same day. And I, it, I'm like, I, I didn't understand any of that, what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So now I kind of understand that a little bit. Like he, he purchased it, and then I don't know how you burn it down in the metaverse, but you just trash it or whatever. But yeah, he, he like wasted all this money on that. And it was I didn't understand it. I didn't get it, but now I kind of do. I mean, I don't get why he did it, but I understand what it meant. Right. And it, with some of that stuff, it's it's a marketing play too, right? Yeah. How many people, you're talking about it. Right. You're in Omaha, Nebraska talking about right. it, right? And I don't even know what it meant and I'm right. talking about it. Right. Yeah. You know, so Good you got to think about those things too, right? Some of these people do it just to get all the media hype and pick up. I didn't. I didn't have to spend $3 million on a Super Bowl commercial for 30 seconds. That's Guess true. what I just did? I spent a million dollars. I burnt down this crazy mansion in the metaverse, and everybody's talking about it. I have, I have more reach than anybody else. That's a good else, point. Right? That's a good point. Yeah. So, okay, how do people find, do these developers have, like, places where you can go and look through their look at their stuff? Like, storefront, and maybe it's not the right word. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, OpenSea. Dot io is the most popular I've heard of open yeah open okay. is the most popular marketplace to look at in nfts in their collections and you can see the trending ones and the top ones and what they're going for and how much each one sold for and so that's a great place to go and just like look around and, okay. and see what's going I'm gonna, on i'm going to write this down while you're talking so i'm going to put the, the links and stuff in our show description yeah. 
uh, OpenSea.io? Yep. Open. Just okay. how it sounds. OpenSea, like the uh, ocean, the sea. Okay. Dot .io. <laughs> um, and then that's where people can also uh, sell their NFTs. If they create one as well, you have to apply to have it put up there? So you can um, you can create it right on OpenSea if you wanted to. If you're not super tech savvy, mm-hmm. you can actually put a collection on there if you wanted to. A lot of people, whenever they're releasing a, a bigger collection, you 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 create your own contract behind it. You create your you know whether you want royalties off each sell sell of it. So these artists can do that too. So if me if I sell one to you, and there's a ten percent royalty on it. Guess what? That artist is going to get. <laughs> 10% um, every time that gets swapped, every time that gets sold. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard of that before. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's um, forever. Like 10% forever. every time that, that sells the owner that created it gets 10% or whatever you set. Forever, yep. That's exactly it. Wow. So that's, that's you know, um, as you're buying and selling these things. So Can, can you buy, um, can multiple people go in and buy like, you're buying into a hedge fund. Like if you was like, you have a million dollar NFT, can a thousand people buy into it? Like a, like an investment in that sense. I'm sure you can. (laughs) Um, but it would have, it'd be one wallet owning it. One digital wallet would own it. Okay. Okay. Um, so you would have to come in, you know, get a bunch of your buddies together, whatever, and create this hedge fund or this hedge fund would come in and buy it, but they would have to own a digital wallet. And then that digital wallet would be the owner of, that NFT. Okay. So explain digital wallet. So think of your normal wallet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's out there on the, the internet. So it's a digital wallet that you would create on a blockchain. So each blockchain has its own wallet. Um, the most popular one is called MetaMask. Um, you can look on the internet, but, um, and it can go cross chain, meaning I can keep the same um, address, uh, address, digital address, across all the different chains. And it's smart enough to know if I send this address to, you know, the Polygon blockchain that it's going to, it's going to drop it into my Polygon wallet, digital okay. wallet. Oh, okay. oh, it's the Ethereum one. It's going to drop it in my Ethereum because what happens, what's kind of scary on the blockchain. If you, if I'm on one of the blockchains and I accidentally send it to an address on another blockchain, poof, it's gone forever. I, I was going to ask you about that. I, Cause I've, I've heard that if you, have one of these digital wallets and for you lose your login information. You yeah. something there you cannot retrieve there's no, it. There's no reset password. You, there's a private key and a public key. Your public key is what we do transactions on, right? And what you do everything on. And there's a private key that gives you access to that wallet. If you lose that private key, and that's where you probably see, you know, people like, I had Bitcoin and, yes. and I lost it. Uh, it was on this flash drive and or this hard drive and they, I, the computer got thrown away and it's worth, you know, $300 million. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, so if you don't have a private key, you're done, but it also gives you full control of it. So like when we went back to the government, mm-hmm. they can't just go swipe your money um, on, on your digital wallet unless they have that private key. If you got money in your bank account and you owe taxes or they think you did some type of criminal activity yeah. or anything like that, they can swipe that money anytime they want. So it's very secure. Very secure. Wow. See, and you, you hear about this and you, at first blush, you think uh, it's not very secure because it's all over the world. Everybody's communicating with each other on computers, but it's actually, that makes it more secure. More secure. So it's, it's been around for probably 13 years, which is kind of crazy to crazy. think about. Everybody's like, oh, it's just now blowing up, but it's actually been around. For so how long have you known about it or when did you start digging into it? Um, 
You know, it's funny as I did some lunch and learns at our company probably four or five years ago, you know, talking about just what blockchain is and basic crypto stuff. But it hasn't been till the last couple of years where I'm like, I, I better take this stuff serious, mm-hmm. you know, and really dive into this and, and really get to know it, you know? Yeah. And especially the last year with, you know, that's where we decided Herd Ed Innovations would be, we need to start focusing on this emerging technology for our clients too, that um, start thinking five years, 10 years down the road of what's coming, you know, and say, and, and being pretty knowledgeable about it, you know? Well, and it's especially, I mean, since our company deals primarily other than Hale Varsity and even Hale Varsity in digital assets, right. creating right. digital assets. So it's, it's right in the wheelhouse of what we are needing in the next 10 years. Exactly. And, and it's already coming in. Like we're having clients, I talk about Union Omaha. We just did a big NFT drop for them. They're season ticket holders. They get unique perks. They get discounts. They get um, access to these unique events and stuff by having this championship ring NFT. And it's pretty cool. NFT, yeah. it's a spinning ring that we released um, to all their season ticket holders. That's awesome. Coachella just, you know, um, they, they just dropped NFT this year for their, their tickets to Coachella. And what's cool about some of these, when you think about concert tickets, there's not really concert tickets anymore, mm-hmm. right? It's all digital. Well, ma- now that, imagine if they're NFTs, now you have this proof of attendance. So imagine back in the day, it was like, hey, I went to Woodstock. I really went to Woodstock, but I don't have any pictures of it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, in the future, fast forward 10 years of these big events that happen, you're going to have this forever thing on the blockchain that said you were actually at yeah, that event. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so no really more cool. cutting that up and stuffing it in your photo yeah, album, that's, you know? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I didn't even think about that. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't know, So man. there's a lot of use cases. A lot's going to come out. A lot of smart people out there working on it. A lot of people behind cryptos, you know, that when people think about crypto, they're like, ah, oh, it's a scam. There's nothing behind it. There's no value. There's a lot of cool technology behind this that's coming that's going to be our day-to-day. Well, it's like the same conversations, like you said, we're in the 90s. This yeah. internet's going to not. Right, right. This isn't going to It's impossible. <laughs> right. And now and now look at it. Right. Yeah. That's exactly it. I mean, it's coming. It's coming fast and furious, and it's it's pretty cool. And it, I, and actually, I, I love it because it does put things back in to the, the user's hands more than these big companies controlling everything. And I'm, I'm not a big conspiracy guy or like, yeah, just, it just makes sense. It just makes, and that's what this web three is all about. It's, it's, it's decentralizing all these things that have become controlled by just a few. And I did, I did not know that that was even a part of this. Like when you hear NFT going back to the very beginning of our conversation, you just think it's a way to make quick money and it's all it is, is you draw things and sell things. Like I didn't realize it was uh, that in depth. Right. Yo, that's exactly it. That's what most people mm-hmm. don't. And, and then you, you talk about crypto and everybody's like, okay, so crypto, NFT, right? But there's so much more to it. Like, what are we just 20 minutes and we mm-hmm. just covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. There, right? Is there anything that we missed? Like, is there anything that, that you were thinking about we should talk about? No, I think these are all okay. the big things. We, I mean, we covered digital wallets, right? We covered NFTs. We covered crypto, metaverse. Web three, just a tad bit. It's yeah. this, this decentralized. What is that web three? So we kind of cover at a ten thousand foot view. Obviously, we can keep diving into some of these if we want. But okay, no, I, I, I could talk about this for all because I love. I, I think that it's something that obviously we're all going to be affected by in the next ten or fifteen years, if not already. Yeah. Um, so just having the basic knowledge of what it is, so you don't sound like an idiot if somebody asks you, you know, or if somebody's like, "Do you know what this is?" And you're like, "Well, I, uh, I don't know." Right. Being able to kind of talk about it, it helps. Right. Yeah. Right. And hopefully this helps. And if, yeah. if not, we can 
we can keep rolling with it on some other. Let's do it. I'd want. I'd want to like. I wanted for sure have you back on to talk about more stuff, like maybe even more um, specific things. Because we'll probably get some texts and some questions about it. Mm -hmm. And if we do, like maybe somebody out there has a kid who's a great artist or a musician or whatever, and they want to know how the first steps to creating this stuff, like get a little more in depth on those steps. Right. Right. Yeah. We can. We can definitely dive deep. Okay. Um, I, I would love to be back on and okay. maybe, maybe Jill will quit avoiding me. Right. You know, like Fake, faking a sore throat. Faking a sore throat this morning. Yeah. I, I know. She has, she just like to avoid, she likes to avoid confrontation at all, <laughs> all costs. <laughs> The other morning she walked in and you were, I think you're the only one here when she got here and she mumbled the F word under her breath on for whatever oh, reason. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, Hey, oh, have yeah. a good, good day. Good morning, Jill. <laughs> and so and I so get, she's, yeah. a, she's a self talker. Like she'll sit in her office and you'll hear, uh, oh, damn. Oh, what, what oh, do yeah. I do? Like, and cuss words all the time. Yeah. It's just all her. the time. I, I walk by all the time and she's talking to herself. It's so funny. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> she's all sitting the time. In there with all of her imaginary friends yep. you know? and cussing them out. <laughs> <laughs> you know when she when, when she was cussing, she just left your office. So doesn't like, surprise me at know, all. I, I doesn't surprise me at all. I might have something to do like, with you. Like <laughs> F, F that guy's smart. That guy's so smart. Um, so if you do have, uh, go to Centris too. Centris is a fine sponsor of our podcast. Uh, if you've already made millions on an NFT, throw it into one of their savings accounts. Um, if you haven't, I don't think they have anything on on their blog about NFTs, but I'm sure they will down the road. Um, but we want to thank them very much for uh, sponsoring our show and uh, teaching us a lot about finance stuff. CentrusFCU.org, blog, huge, huge blog filled with a lot of great information. You can call uh, 402-334-7000. Brandon, you're awesome. Thanks, yeah. man. You were great. Thank you. Thank, thank you for, for having us. Yeah, you bet. Um, so if you have any questions about that, you can text us at 402-403-9478 or um, hit us in our DMs. It's Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.